Warning, the opinions expressed on this particular podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the guests alone. They do not represent the army, the police, or anything else. Simply our opinions, no one else's. Thank you and enjoy before I forget. Like uh, quick rules, all right. I I strongly doubt that you're gonna break any of them, but okay, <laughs> we still gotta have them. So um, I'm so sorry. I've got a really bad cough. It's uh, such bad timing. Tell me about it. I'm I'm getting over something myself. Are you cruddy too? Oh yeah, I did a show a couple of days ago and I sound like death. Hey Mike. Yeah. Here, bro. <clears throat> okay. All right. So. Uh, quick rules of the show. I think we did this before, Mike. I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't recall. So <laughs> as soon as you click onto the link, you're on the show. We're recording. Um, so if we just start talking really weird all of a sudden, or we do a countdown, and then we start just kind of keep up with this. Um, don't talk about what you don't want to talk about. Um, don't name names if you don't if you don't think it's appropriate. Mm. Uh, <laughs> We try not to like slander, <laughs> slander and bring down people, um, and that's basically it. Sounds good. We ready? All right. There's a little bit of echo. Mike, say something. Like say a sentence. I was gonna say we're sitting really close together. Maybe we should. I think I should back off a little bit. Yeah, yeah man. Because it sounds like y'all are sitting on each other's laps, which is hey, cool. Not- I got no beef. Well, we can do that too. Uh, <laughs> later. Right. Okay. <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh, I'm I'm gonna probably right. use some language, but I'm gonna try to dial it back a little bit, just so you know. Uh, just be. I mean, you li- you listen to the show. We I cuss a lot, so. Oh yeah. If one too many hey, uh, shits, is that shits bad? Are... Oh yeah, it's good. Solid. Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. All right. So uh, maybe in about. Eight minutes. We're gonna get started. I'm gonna let y'all go so you can get your <laughs> your refreshments and all that kind of stuff before we start. Y'all can be comfortable okay. and uh, just Sounds shoot me good, a text. Bro. Shoot me a text on that link. I mean, on that message thing that I sent y'all. And uh, when y'all ready? All right, we'll be ready. You just you just send it. All right, cool. I'm gonna let you go. Right, uh, I'll let you. Uh, I hit you up in a second. Everybody, welcome to Before I Forget. Tyree and Kevin here, and Whoa. we have our pre- yeah. Go ahead and say hi. I already did. All right, there it is. And then we have uh, our first couple on the show ever. This is uh, Mike Stamp. You guys remember him? Say hi, Mike. Yo, yo. And we have Sabrina Stamper. Say hello, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, no, uh, country bumpkin. One more time, please. One more time. <laughs> Hello. How about that? There, <laughs> there we go. Listen, I, so Arkansas is a southern state, I, so I'm from the south, but damn. <laughs> no, that cracks me up, man. It still cracks me up. <clears throat> Decades later, a hello can make Kevin just fucking shit his pants. So <laughs> let's get right into not sure it. That's, right? Not we're, sure we're that's not what even, happened. Okay. We got. 
we're going to hop right into it. I like how um, you say we're going to hop right into it. We're going to this time, though, man. I'm going to try we? to keep shit together. I'm gonna we're in it. I'm going to try to so stage my, coach this My thing. goal, yeah, my goal during this episode is to uh, derail you. <clears throat> of course. As usual. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sabrina, we heard Mike's uh, <clears throat> stories. Let's hear yours. Yeah. What what were you doing around? Uh, well, let's hear a little bit about your uh, how you were raised. What what, what about uh, tell us just, about how you you came up? Just tell us about yourself. There you, you know? go. Like we don't, okay. people listening, they don't know nothing about you. All like we have. I don't know if you know this, man. We have uh, close to ten thousand active listeners. Oh, wow. um, I'm totally yeah. It, it would be cool if I if I wasn't making that number up. Um, but no, we do have, we do have quite a few listeners and, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, tell us about yourself. Exactly. Okay. okay. Well, I'm Sabrina Stamper. I was Sabrina Johnson before I married good Mike. Name. Good name. Good name. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Good, solid American name. So then I, then I married a Stamper, which is a weird name and I always have to spill it. That's right. <laughs> Everybody thinks of Stanford. Yeah. Stanford. So yeah. I'm from Belmont, Mississippi. I'm a small town girl, and I went to Belmont High School, went to Northeast College, and I'm a dental hygienist. I married Mike when I was, I had just turned 20 years old. Um, my parents were not his number one fan. Um, <laughs> it was kind of one of those things that they I was gonna marry him regardless. Um, I was just crazy. I like him still pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How'd you guys meet? Yeah. Pretty How'd good. you guys meet? So funny story how we met. So I was 16 years old. I was playing basketball outside my parents' house in front All of my right. dad's shop. Hooping and, it up. All right, lay yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, I was a freaking heck of a ball player. So okay. you got a baller. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so I was playing ball outside my, my dad's shop, and I'm wearing a baseball cap, shorty shorts, sweatshirt, and so this car goes by, this white sports car, and next thing I know, here it comes back and pulls in <laughs> my dad's little parking lot, and of it was course. my cousin, and he pulls up, and so Mike's sitting in the passenger seat of his own car. And he said, yeah. We'll go into there. Yeah. So anyway, so he's sitting in the passenger seat of his own car with his hat pulled down, you know, real low over his face. And he's like, hey, girl, you ever dated a Red Bay boy? Oh, <laughs> hey, was he playing Black Street in the background? He was so, he thought, no, that came later like on. Snoop. I think it was Snoop. It was on a date. MC Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Something oh, like that. I threw, uh, I, yeah. I, I, we'll get into that later. I threw Hammer on her, man, just yeah. you know, a couple months later. <laughs> it's anyway. a miracle we're married. Wait, um, Stepper, you got an MC Hammer CD you was rocking back I, in the day? I yeah, had a did. Hammer, bro. I did. Oh, yeah, he did. It was a slow jam. Uh, who, who didn't, though? Wait, yeah. Hammer has slow jams? He had a slow I jam. If you don't know it, I'm gonna send it to you. Got it. Okay, <laughs> shoot me the shoot me the link. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently only. Apparently only works. Mike, yeah, apparently, apparently only me and Mike were jamming out to MC Hammer back in the day. Yeah, it was. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, so I can't even run. Says, I heard some hammer shit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> he says, you know, have you ever dated a red bay boy? Like that was some big accomplishment. Well, I fell for it apparently. The state I was in, they ain't no telling yeah. what came out. <laughs> God. Innocent little good girl. And I I have no clue. True. I mean, like, I, I seriously I was. I was such a good little girl. And I have no clue that this boy is about to corrupt me. And so I told him, I was like, you got to ask my dad. You got you to come ask my dad. Everybody I went with had to come ask my dad's permission. So he says, I can do that. I can do that. So he gets my number. And he calls me up. And he's like, hey, I'm going to meet your dad. Asked me what my favorite flower was. At the time, I loved yellow roses. Look. And so he brings a yellow rose. And my dad is like a big car guy. He restores Camaro, Chevelles, and others. And he's just, that's his thing. And so he's at the shop and he's been over a car working on it. And so Mike pulls up in his picked out Trans Am or it was a fire It was a fire It was a fire He pulls up, yeah, he pulls up like bumping, you know, like t- tops <laughs> out. That's right. It, he just thinks he's so cool. He thinks he's Anyway, so he pulls up there. He he really was. He (laughs) he pulls up there. So my dad. I mean, if y'all remember me, I'm a small person, and my Mm. family we're small people. And so he's my dad's short. He's a small guy, and so he Mike says he thought my dad was my brother, and so he (laughs) the car and looks at my dad and does the stuff like that and jerks his head up (laughs) to my dad. Oh, okay. Who he's supposed to be asking your daughter out on a date. With the slick moves from Point Break with the what's up, motherfucker. That's exactly. (laughs) I would have never ever have done that if I'd known that was Johnny Mac. And so my dad was like, I don't like that boy. He's disrespectful. I don't like him. And so I was I went out with him that night and I think we just rode around. But we were we were I was not allowed to date him. Uh, he was off limits at my house. <laughs> and so he was always kind of my bad boy. You know, he was just, um, we just kind of like hung out when we were in town. And he would, all, I was always, always here. He was asking about me. And I mean, he was just kind of my bad boy, but we never really just all out dated. And so when I went to college, um, I heard been in a lot of trouble i think y'all talked about that he <clears throat> he had several duis i mean he was just it was just one thing after another he just been in a lot of trouble and so he was, he was making off days and confused and he was just hanging out at college <laughs> and he was just he was just there <laughs> for like i was just there well i knew i was just hanging out and yeah Okay, so at that point, uh, did you, did you know that he you did you know that he was leaving for the military? Um, I'd heard. I, I don't know if I knew his whole story. I knew he still had a big thing for me. Like I needed. I was dating a guy. I will not name his name, but he was like my um. loser boyfriend, and he always treated me like crap. And everybody, you know, didn't know why I was with him. That kind of situation. Fucking jerk. And, yeah, exactly. Fuck you, and, loser. <laughs> you can't say it. I'll say it. Fucking dickhead. Well, so we were at a party. We were at a party, and Mike was there, and he's all he's he's wasted, and he's all make 
stupid come online to me. And so my boyfriend, he comes up to me and he's like, I know, I know you got a thing for him. I know you got a thing for him. And so he gets me and like kind of shoves me up against the wall and shooting me out. Yeah. It kind of started getting a little physical. And so I'm embarrassed. I was crying and he takes my purse, takes it outside and dumps it upside down raining outside in the mud. And so yeah. Mike intervenes. Here comes my knight in shining armor. <laughs> Hell yeah. And he intervenes. Yeah, you got to buy a half a case in me. Yeah. So anyway, ready, he got. The, the drunk knight in shining armor. Yeah. Yeah. But he handled it. He yeah. handled it. And I'm all. What is, no, hang on. Hang on. Now. What, what, how did he handle it, though? He basically, he told her, he was like, he walked, or he, t- he walked over there and he was like, listen, man, he was like, I don't, I don't mean to get in y'all's crap, but you know, if you put your hands on her again, he was like, it's going to be bad. He was like, it's going to go down. It's going to be, it's going to be bad. And so my boyfriend leaves. I left. Well, about an hour later, I get a text. Hey girl. <laughs> That's awesome. And so I end up, I go back, I go back to the apartment. Yeah. And basically, we spent all night long just talking, like seriously, mm-hmm. just just talking. And he was all, "You're too good for your 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 princess," you know. And so that was just that was it. And so we wow. spent the next like, Mike, how long? Maybe like three or four weeks together. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a it was whirlwind. Few weeks, yeah. It was just a few weeks, and then he left for basic training. We wrote letters the whole time, and so he was writing letters, and my mm-hmm. mom. I, home and my mom's getting the letters and she's like that boy's writing her you know man it's, yeah. it's just bad <laughs> and she was like she asked me she was like are you seeing him and I was like well mom he's in basic training so no I'm not seeing him yeah, yeah right so yeah so anyway so he comes home from basic training and it was kind of like I had dated a couple of people while he was gone but man I was crazy about him I was crazy and yeah he comes home from basic training he was home for what was it, fourteen days, Mike? Yeah, yeah, hometown recruit. He got yeah, he got a little extra time because he had no, hometown. Maybe it may have been longer than that. Maybe about three no. weeks or so. No, it wasn't I long. think it was fourteen it days. Long. It wasn't long. Anyway, enough, put it that he, way. And so he straight up freaking asked me to marry him, and I was so shocked. Hmm. I mean, wow, we we dated for a month. To, he's trying and, to seal the deal. I just threw yeah, it out there, and I said, "Heck yes." And so he went to Germany and we were not going to get married for a couple of years. We were going to take it slow. Well, next thing I know, 80 days later, we got married. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had promised, I'd have promised your mom. And I really didn't mean it at the time that, yes, I'm going to let her finish college. I'm going to go to the military thing. I'm going to get out and then we'll, uh, we'll get married and everything. And that's her words was please don't take please her don't to Germany. Yeah, please don't take her to Germany. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Why was that? So, Why was that? You know, I don't know. I guess you just didn't want her to. They thought off. if I mean, we waited long enough, I wouldn't. Maybe that's what. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, do you know? You mean you know you, you you know you get married, whatever. And he takes you to Germany. Well, then you're stuck there. So they, yeah. you know, they they already don't like Mike. You know what I mean? They have a bad yeah, impression of like him. him. Now you're in Europe. You know what I mean? And they can't do anything about you know, yeah. you know Mike Samper. So literally now, just kidnap my baby girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now That's listen, exactly I, now I put now I put forth effort, and I had I had true many 
I came and talked to her dad. I told y'all about that in the class yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, but yeah, yeah, it was, uh, Man, it was quick. You know, Mike, I'll tell you what, what's funny about that is most, most young soldiers, most privates will put on their dress uniform to go pick up chicks. You put on your dress <laughs> uniform to go pick up the chick's dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it works. Was, yeah. yeah. And here right. y'all are uh, damn near 20 years later, huh? Yeah. yeah it's getting close. Uh, One more year. A couple weeks of- years that's right all right yeah, i'm it's... gonna dial it i'm gonna drag it backwards a second and it's something we ask everybody so you know you're part of the family what were you doing on or before uh, 9-11 and Me? how did that change the way that you thought about mike knowing that he's going off to uh the military now yeah, gonna go. that's, that's actually kind of a big question because yeah. here you are like he's asking you to marry him and like the global war on terror is going on, and you so know, that's, actually, a, that's, a, that's that an even was, bigger decision. Yeah, that was actually, um, he signed up for the military. What was it, Mike? March of the <clears throat> when was that? I, si- I signed up. <clears throat> well, I went to the recruiter like in I don't know, De- November, December, something like that of 2001. So it was right after. 9-11, I mean, just, you know, a couple months afterwards. And okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay. now March, yes, March is when I went to basic training in 2002. Uh, yeah. So 9-11, I remember vividly, I was um, in my dorm room at Northeast Community College in Boonville, Mississippi, and I was blow dry my hair. And my roommate, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my roommate, comes in there and her her fiance is the police officer and he called her and turn on the news right now and so she turns it on and she was like sabrina look at this turn your hair dry off look at this and so we just sat there and watched it and it was katie couric was talking about they thought that a plane had accidentally flown in and then we watched the second plane fly in like all live on air I mean, it was wow. just, it was just the craziest thing, and yeah, I knew that at the time. Mike and I were not really yeah, seeing we weren't each seeing other. each other. Yeah, Mm-mm. Mm. no, because okay. we, we had dated were... on and off for a couple of years or a few years. Yeah, he was just always kind of my <clears throat> in the wings guy, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, and once we started dating, I'll be honest, that's when it became really real to me. I mean, you you know, as an American, you, you get up in arms and you're like, you know, I can't believe somebody would do this. We got to do something. But then when you're, when you're, the man you love is a soldier, you know, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, <clears throat> totally. Um, you, like, like we said before, you're the first uh, person that can give us a little perspective on the family life on everything. Knowing full well that uh, you know, later on down the line, like 2002, when he goes off into uh, basic training, knowing that he's going to pass because it's Mike Stamper. He's a fuck. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. You know, things are totally going to change for you, like life wise wise. Uh, everything's going to change. Yeah. So uh, what did you expect when you finally uh, hitched I'm... up and, and left over to? Yeah. No idea. I just knew I was going. If he was going, I was going. That's that's all I knew. If he was going, I was going. And if he was in, I was in. And that's awesome, man. That's that awesome. I just, I just had to be where he was. I got to tell you that that's awesome because, like, so too often in the, in the military, 
you know, uh, you know, adultery and just like spousal abuse and just all the dumps that you can think yeah. of. It's just, it's just, it's just rampant. Like we have the military has one of the highest divorce rates of any um, like social groups within the U.S. and um, amongst other things. But it, it's just, you know, it's it's a thing. Like we 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 I remember hearing stories about when we were in Kosovo about over on Ashgren Manors there in Schweinfurt. Um, you, you know, you could you know. Rear D soldiers or other husbands or whatever, they can go scrolling through Asker and looking for the Tide bottle in the window or the the mop handle that's put outside with the mop head, you know, facing up. Yeah, and that that meant that those those spouses were quote unquote open for business. Um, And you know, that's it. It's 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 got a it's got a bad a bad stigma to you know like marriage in the military or relationships in the military. So. For you guys, you know, to, to, to come from, to move as quickly as y'all did and to be like as devoted as y'all were, I mean, that's, that's a rarity. Not just shit, not even in the military, in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be the first to say that we are 1,000% not perfect. Yeah. And we have had, <clears throat> yeah. oh my goodness, we've had a lot of struggles along. And I'm certain we, I mean, if we last another 20 years, if we're both still alive, nobody's killed anybody, (laughs) there'll be more. But it's 100%. I I would not change anything about our story. I really wouldn't. Mm. Now, if you'd asked me five years ago, I'd have probably told you a different. But now, with the perspective I have, I I wouldn't change anything. You you got to think, though, right? Like. And this is a problem that I seem to have with a lot of uh, relationships that I'm in, in in recent years is that you have two people in a relationship. And if you really mean to be there, then you're going to make the effort to to stay there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the want to is not always there. That's, right. that's just the way it is. The want to, you're human and not always going to be there, but the decide to have to be there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I've been married for a while too, and uh, we've had our ups and downs. So I feel you one thousand, the one thousand wow percent on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm divorced, so. <laughs> well, the minute that, I mean, I, I've, been, I've been I've been divorced since 2000. Uh, it was finalized in 2000, uh, 2000, 2008 when I was at Drill Sergeant School. Hey, um, well, there you go. On the flip side of it, like, uh, if it ain't going to work, man, why be unhappy? Keep it moving. No, I mean, no, don't be wrong, man. Like, I, so my, my take on, on relationships is, is like, if I, if I feel that there's something wrong with it that can't be fixed, like, if, if it's like, cause you, you have your hard, your, your hard nose, right? The things that are like, yeah, definitely make or break. Like, I just yeah. can't do this. Like, this person chews with their mouth open, not gonna do it. This person goes <laughs> to the bathroom with the door open, not gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, and, and I'm kidding, but I like, personally, deep- look, look, I look for that. Like, if, if I can't shit with the door open, it's, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. it's not see, a see, Tyree, it's, that's that's it's one of those flags. That's why you and I never worked out, man. That's why yeah, we never worked out. Yeah. Um, it's one of the no. things you got to throw up on the very first date, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta start out. No, with. we've been there. How do you feel about years, this? We still do not discuss number two. No, no, tells you anything. And that's bathroom is off that's, limits. That's because of him. He is so modest about about yeah. number ones and number twos. We we just so, don't talk about it. I didn't want there to bring it up. I didn't Boundaries. want to bring it up in the episode that we. <laughs> um, it, I kind of sort of did. I feel like, but uh, I remember hearing 
Mike, I remember you saying that you would leave the house to go do that. <laughs> he, I'm telling you, he is ridiculous. He is Wait, ridiculous. Wait, you, you leave the house to take a number two? No, no, not no, no. Not but I anymore. Mean, listen, when I was when I was in. Well, he, well, this, this, well, it don't just need put to be talked I'm with him on this. They don't need to be talking about that. That is not conversation. Yeah, boys, now our boys, they yeah, they'll leave it wide open. Yeah. They <laughs> hey, I'm going in. They made you sure it. the house knows what's fixing to go down before yeah. it goes down. I'm going in. Their daddy I'm is in there the like, pretending like nobody does that. Yeah. yeah. It's I'm like, what are you doing? Anyway, drop the bombs. No, no, listen, listen. I don't. Serena, I, I got to say this part. So this is, this is one thing that I remember. So I, I got to be honest. I don't. Um, I don't know that you and I have ever met. Um, before. Yeah. Before the, he said, I, I, don't I, don't he, he I don't think you got Johnson. to know Johnson. I said, I, I don't think so. I, I don't yeah. remember. But what I do know about you guys all comes from from Mike, right? Yeah. And um, and one thing that I remember, and I just was kind of blown away by this because. <laughs> Again, this this goes back to like like the the wanting to do right in the relationship. We were in Germany. One of the things that he would talk about is like the reason why he would like excuse himself from the home. The reason why he, he maintained himself <laughs> is because he he wanted to be. Well, I mean, I mean, like physically, like while you were in the gym, like you know, do you? I mean, but like it was because he wanted to be the best version of himself for you. That was I'll his sole that. purpose. Hey, always, I will 1,000% give him every bit of credit for that. He, he for sure is. Yeah. Yes, he's exactly the same way. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I've seen him quite a few times shaving his chest in the bears. Like, <laughs> Stamp, what the hell are you doing? Josh, Sabrina, you know. I'm like, all right, man, you got it. <laughs> well, I like that. Because you everybody, your chest all too? my friends make Jesus. Yeah, but I do. <laughs> oh, good. No. <laughs> there it is. No, we're so much alike because in, in that respect, we can be more different in so many respects. But in that respect, like, I get ready every day. My friends all give me hell about it because I get ready every single day. Whether, whether like, during the pandemic, I literally, I got <laughs> up. I was off work for two months. And I got up every day, I take a shower, I put my makeup on, I fix my hair, not just, I mean, I fix it every day. I do a different style with it. And I, I do that. I do it for me. I mean, like, I just enjoy it. And so my girlfriend comes over and she, she and I work together. And some of the girls I work together with in Tupelo are always getting hell because they're like, oh my God, you're always wearing makeup. You wear my, you're wearing blah, blah, blah. And she, she came over one day during the pandemic and she was like, okay, we're walking together. And she's like, okay. she said, if you want to wear a freaking prom dress to work, she's like, I got your back. She was like, because yeah. anybody yeah. that is getting up, getting ready during this pandemic would be gone before I got up in the morning. And he was all, uh, I was in the bed when he got home at night. So he didn't even see me. It was just, it's just for me. Yeah. I did, that's just something I do. So we're so much alike <sighs> like that. I, I'm not mm-hmm. knocking your friends, but how could they hate on you for trying to look okay during the shitty Ooh, time? Like, like that. Yeah. Haters, <laughs> girls, girls, girls are catty, man. They That's can be, that girls are catty. catty. Like, 
that's not cool at all. Like, if I want to, you know, tease my hair up, what the fuck are you fucking mad about? Yeah, (laughs) no, and that and that and that's a that's a thing though, right? That's a thing. Like when when the pandemic happened, like gym shut down, people are like, "Man, I got to work out." And like, you know, gym equipment, like the price of everything went through the roof, and blah blah blah. But and people are like, "But it's a pandemic. Why do you want to do that?" Because I'm stuck in my house and I have nothing else to do, and I'm getting depressed. Like I want to yeah. release the, uh, the 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 hormones in my body that make me feel happy. Yeah. If I want to, if yeah. I want to lift, yeah. right. lift a bunch of weight and scream in my basement like a lunatic, <laughs> that's my business. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. People take this shit too serious sometimes. Yeah, not and, like, and here's like to to do things, but like to be offended by that, like that's so yeah. weird to me. Here's yeah, the lesson. Yeah, do that. That's a girl thing. Man, don't Here, do that. Here's the lesson, though. Mind your business yeah. Right. Yeah. stay in your lane stay in your lane that is free <laughs> free advice right there free yeah, advice. that's for you just that's, keep that's it to yourself listening. yep okay so we jumped around a little bit but i'm gonna reel it back again you're welcome uh tell me a little bit about yeah thanks Kevin. tell me a little <laughs> bit about uh when you got to germany oh man <clears throat> okay so we um Oh goodness! Where do I start? What do well, we'll I start the first time? You, <laughs> you start the first time you came. Well, listen, we came back. I came back. <clears throat> I was in Kosovo. The only reason I got to come home on the leave was because I went to Kosovo. So we got married in December of two thousand two because I got the block leave or the leave, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she stays here. I come back. I go to pre ranger for I guess four weeks. And then done with that, what is it? A couple weeks later, we get orders. You're going to Turkey. And then it's like, <clears throat> basically, she just says, hey, I'm dropping everything. I'm coming over for a couple weeks because you're leaving. Yeah, I so. stayed two weeks, 10 days. So I can't, it was Valentine's week and maybe yep. maybe the week On before and the week of. In the hotel. Yeah. And so I came over. I flew over there. I had never, never seen an airplane playing. before in my life. I'd never seen <laughs> wow. one. Yes. I'd never seen an yes. airport. I had literally been to Tennessee, Mississippi, Florida my whole life in Florida only once. Uh, and so when I found a, a small country. town girl, yes. yeah, and by myself. And a 9 11 hour flight. Mm. Yeah. And I don't even remember, Mike. Who picked me up? Was it, oh, oh, it, it was, was me. you? And- Let's hear that story. Who? You're talking about a different one. I got embellishment. I was grossly misrepresented. I just left some stuff out because all right, let's clear it up. We'll clear it up. I can't wait to get to that. I'm so excited about that. Biggest douchebag in history. Anyway, Sergeant Gill. Yeah, Sergeant Gill. Sergeant Gill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so as you, you and Sarah Sarah Gill, Gill come to okay. pick me up. That's yeah. right. Maybe so Sarah Gill, we got some history, we... man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Silent. <clears throat> like, he was silent. He literally said not one word. Well, you got you to so understand. Yeah. Well, I was I was afraid, I'm not you. kidding. I was afraid of him. Oh, you talking about <laughs> Sergeant Gill. I thought you were talking about yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, no. I didn't talk much in front of Sergeant Gill either. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's kind of in silent. Slightly yeah. intimidating dude if he has that face on him. And he always has that face on him. So. Well, he was cool, man, because, I mean, he, he drove me to Frankfurt to get you. I mean, that's almost a three-hour drive. 
So I yeah. can't remember what the conversations were on the way that that's there that's, was no conversation. He just wanted to get out of he just wanted to get out of sergeant's time is all it was. It it's was something silent. like that. I mean, I was in his <laughs> squad. Maybe that had another thing to do with it. But you know, I really wish I could remember that conversation all the way there. I mean, that that would be a great. It was no conversation. It was well. They really. I mean, I probably would be too. Awkward. I mean, you were in the back, and we were like laid up against each other. I mean, we, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But, so we, yeah. we we had got married in February, and we had not seen each other since. Mm-hmm. And so we stayed and uh, on con. Mm, what was that called? IHG, <clears throat> the Bradley Inn. Oh, yeah. Bradley Inn. Bradley Inn. That's what it was, Bradley Inn. So we stayed there for 14 days. And basically, Mike was gone all day. And I I mean, I didn't know what to do. I mean, (laughs) so I just sat in the hotel room. I I read books. I mean, I just stayed in the hotel (laughs) room. Stared at four walls, guys. Yeah. It was a tiny little room. And he he would come back at night to go out or something. He was like, man, I'm tired. (laughs) i really was but i should have yeah sucked it up yeah Mm. you should have yeah but that's neither here nor there (laughs) so your first introduction to germany is uh hanging out in the hotel room reading books yeah yeah i i walked to um station down the street you remember on con like at the end of the street there's a we got some great stories about that yeah. And the drive through oh, yeah. yeah. So I walked down there and I just get out of the I just get out of the room and it was like freaking forty side. And I'm wearing Mississippi clothes, you know. And so I walk down there and I remember this big guy comes up to me and he and he was like, Oh my goodness, oh like magazine girl, he said. And I was yeah. like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, yep. I was like, uh, married. So that's great. <laughs> and so, and so he walks me back. He's like, I, I'm walking your way. I, I will walk with you. He said, Of course. And so he yep. me back the whole way. And so then I tell Mike about sure it. You're safe back, here on base. I'm like, yeah. yeah right. Like, he was like, Okay, so you're not going out. So. I get by not going out, and so then I really sitting there. I mean, because we're twenty and twenty-one years old, you know. Yeah. Well, I didn't know anything about. I, was, I didn't know anything about Europe at the time either. I didn't know anywhere either. I mean, honestly, nothing. He'd been so, there like three months. Yeah, so pretty much because I went to Kosovo. We, um, yeah. Go ahead. On Valentine's Day, I was supposed to leave. I'm supposed to go back home. We went out, and we were like in. Failed. We were down at like doing like, where we ended up living. So ironic. But we were in Sinfeld yeah. down at that downtown market where they had like the glue vine and all the stuff. And so uh, wow. down there, and we didn't have a phone. I mean, we didn't have a phone. We were poor. We didn't have well, a phone. We, and so. Uh, what are you talking about? You talking about? With Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah well, I had my cell phone. Yeah, we had that little was, bitty cell phone. The big pink T. But we couldn't out. Somebody could call in, but we could yeah. not call out. Y'all, yeah. that that was so crazy. And so, yeah. anyway, so we're down down there at that Christmas market, and apparently, people were trying to get in touch with him, and we didn't. I mean, we didn't. 
Guys, y'all went on. Y'all had went on lockdown because there was a uh, something missing in the uh, arms room. Oh, but it wasn't really missing. But that's what the story was at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, y'all. Everybody got. So Mike was in trouble. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. We're downtown. Well, in Schwabers, we so. we should explain uh, a lockdown. If there's some kind of missing equipment um, from the arms room of the company, and it's a sensitive item, we have to know where it is. And when it goes missing, they'll shut everything down until they find it. And if so, it's severe enough, if it's severe enough, they'll shut the entire post down. So everybody on post, all units on post, at least in in, in you know on small bases like where we were, will get shut down. And, uh, and, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a big thing. It's if it's yeah, like a weapon, it was, night it was vision, huge. things like that, sensitive items. Yeah. But, but me, me and her, I mean, we're just, you know, walking around Swanford and, uh, yeah, this is great. You know, we've <laughs> never been here. Da, 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 all this. And next, I mean, I'm probably getting like 15 calls. The problem is, is that on the CQ roster, the call roster, they had accidentally missed one digit, one uh. digit. And you know, like the digits on those cell phones were like 13 digits long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one digit. And I forget who it was that got in contact with us finally over my cell phone yeah, or something. Something, something happened anyway that it was odd because it's, I mean, it's like seven or eight o'clock at night. And they're like, Snapper, man, you better get back. And I was like, well, all right, I'm, I'm coming. You know, what's, <laughs> what happened? I said, they was like, no, dude, you've been trying to call you like all day. And I was like, I haven't received a call. So if I don't know, then what can you do? What can I do? <laughs> so they're like, well, you need to come on in. And I told her, here's the, here's the crazy thing is that I this was, like, was the day before. Yes. Of the next morning, we had to get on a train say seven in the morning. So we had to jump on and get her on a train. She had no way of knowing. Of how to get on the train oh, and get back nothing. to Frankfurt. Nothing. Yes. So <clears throat> I tell her what's going on. We grab a taxi. We head back to uh, Con. Dropped her off. Make sure she gets to the hotel. I shoot on over to the barracks. And they're just like, hey, Stepper Man, they're talking about like Article 15. I'm like, why? What? An Article 15? For real, like for missing a phone call, but I was like, they're like, no, dude, for missing like 50 phone calls. I was like, okay, well, I understand. <laughs> when anyway, your, I was like, when, when they had your number wrong. Yes, yeah, yes, and that's what it. I did. I, I made sure I went to the roster. I was like, ah, here we go, guys. See, it's not my fault. But you know how they are, man. They're just mm-hmm. like, and plus, oh, Sergeant Swainy was, yeah, Sergeant Swainy was our platoon sergeant at the time. So you definitely know how that went down. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> everything kind of smoothed out. Yeah, and but the thing is, is that it's like now it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and we're still on lockdown. And Sabrina, I'm calling her, and she's like, she's crying, man, just bawling, like how you know, yeah, how, well, how am I going to do all this? And I'm just like, hun, I, I really don't like, know. I don't know what to tell I've you. I've got to figure this out. I'm going to figure. <laughs> I'm going to figure something out. It's like I'm sitting luck, in a barracks room. No, no, I, mean, I was just like, we're going to figure something out. But right now I'm in a barracks room and uh, I, re- you know, I really don't know what to do, but uh, I'm going to find something. I'm going to figure something out. Anyways, I mean, it was a lot. It was late, man. I don't remember what time that was. Somebody else might remember, but it was late and I finally get to come back. And um, because it turns out after all, they, they just miscounted. So anyway, <laughs> so I come back to the hotel. Yeah, she's there and it's just, oh, it's, it's rough. So we got bad. like two hours. Yeah, we got like to sleep. 
And so we just went to bed and got up, and we're both just dragging the next morning. Got her to the uh, train station and headed to the airport. We we found, I mean, we made it. Then two weeks later, they're like, oh, we don't want you in Turkey. So, you know, never mind. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's awesome. All that anyway, for, for, the, for what? Well, you know, that's, that's military. You know, that's government. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, so that's that was in February. That was actually Valentine's. That's what's crazy. Yeah, it that was, was Valentine's in February 2003. <clears throat> Ruin my Valentine's Day plans. because I, I, I remember I, I had plans, probably. <laughs> right. Sure. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, was, <laughs> I was planning on having plans. I was about to go out in Germany and Schweinfurt somewhere and make plans. Hey, that's right. You're trying to have plans, all right? Hey, yeah. back back in America, it's Valentine's Day, so girl, let me take you out. But in Germany. <laughs> okay. So uh you guys so, Yeah, that was a crazy. Yeah, that's the first that's the first experience we had in Germany. That was my first experience. So it was, yeah, it was pretty rough. So then I went back home, and we were waiting for sponsorship. Yes. It was taking forever because there was a stop loss at the time. And so there was no housing available. I don't know if y'all remember that. There was no housing. Mm-hmm. And so we were number 76. I will never forget that. 76 on the waiting list. Yeah. And to get yeah. housing. So well, hey, whoa, 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 Col- hold up. You, yeah, you got you to gotta make sure we get it right. Yeah, the timing right. Because it was Cod, so, Codwell, guys, Cod. Yeah, so Mike had been, he, he pulled guard with, with Caldwell, Joe Caldwell. And he was like, man, come over and live with us. Play with us. And so he was like, when y'all get <laughs> ship and you get get housing, I mean, then you can you can go. And so I was like, okay. I was like, seriously, they want us to so bad. Like, they're so excited. Yeah, even so Cod's wife like, okay. at the time, they come down and gave us, like, some hot cocoa on guard. Yeah, Because we were pulling like, guard okay. at their apartment little right. complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because me, I'm thinking, everybody's my we're going to we're, we're gonna be best friends and, and <laughs> be, we're going to have so much fun. Hell yeah. And Army so, spouse. Ooh, Army the, spouse. Yeah. You guys are like yeah. you know, sisters. Yeah, throw out the names. Well, I mean, I just assumed because I just, <laughs> you know, assumed the best of people. And so I come over there all naive, Mississippi girl, thinking I'm fixing like a best friend for life. We're going to be BFF. And so, anyway, so mm-hmm. I get there. And that was so not the case. That was, that was not the case. She did not what like happened? me at all. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Down. She did not like me at all. And well, it, it started like, out kind of good. Well, no. No, it didn't. <laughs> so I get over there and, and she's all kind of shady with me in the first place. And I'm I'm all hugging her neck. You know, walk up to her. I'm like, hey, girl, what's up? You know, hugging her neck. <laughs> and she... Pushing back like, hey, and so mm. we get up to and she, Caldwell's, oh, he, he's no, super friendly. That's crazy. He's super friendly. He's super uh-huh. friendly. Yeah, Cod, we get up yeah. there yeah, and we Cod. we go yeah. out yeah. and we had we had a really good time together. And then she she got okay, but I got really sick right after we got there. And I went to the doctor over there, and they they said I was climatizing and that it was really normal. And I was just I was just really really sick. And so Mike was gone mm-hmm. out in the field yeah, right after that. Don't know to give, give you a diagnosis. Yeah. And yeah. so I was just. <laughs> we don't know what's going weeks. on. You're climatizing. And it was like sinusitis, just, just junk. And I got up in the middle of the night and I went and they had 
leather couches, <clears throat> and then they had army couches, like those purple couches. <laughs> Y'all remember those? Well, purple yeah, they, they had just bought this nice. Fine they had just bought leather. Yeah. Yeah, they had just bought these. I don't know, like taking a knife to them. But anyway, so I laid down on it because it was cool, and I just I felt so bad. <laughs> uh, and she was like, "Hey, mine, can you just like not sit on the leather couch on purple couches?" Okay. <laughs> and so it kind of from that. I ain't gonna lie, it was not good yeah. after that. And so you probably are, you probably uh, you probably just too bubbly for her, you know what I mean? Like too bubbly, <laughs> she just, too personal. She just did not like me. She just did not like, like well, me. Well, you fucking invited me here, like uh, yeah, you're gonna invite was, me here and then treat me like crap. Yeah, I was so yeah. pumped. <clears throat> And Joe fought like I never saw a fight like they fought, and I was just in shock. I'm sitting here going, "They were funny fights." What did yeah. he here? Like he would come in, here's your best. And Joe, if you're listening, I freaking always loved you. Still right. do nothing but love. Still do nothing but like, love. Like no lie, like I love crap out of him. So he would come in and he would be like out with the guys. He'd be so wasted. And he would come in like tornado the kitchen. He would just tornado the kitchen. And then she would tell me the next morning, she's like, I'm gonna clean this up. And I was like, I did it. Y'all not to make such a mess. And I was like, I did. I would do it for a long time. And then finally I was like, oh hell no. No. I'm just cleaning this up. And I told Mike, I was like, we're gonna have a problem. And so anyway, and and Mike's over here going just lay low, just lay low till we can get our apartment. And Man, so this he chick went says to, another thing to me. I'm gonna cut a hole it's, in the fucking leather yeah, couch. It was in a rough spot, bad. man. I mean, we're number 76 bad. on the list. I mean, you're not getting an yeah. apartment or anything for like three months. And I'm like, oh, goodness, we got to figure out somewhere to live. Oh, and man. then she told me <clears throat> because he stayed in our, like, we had that one bedroom in our bedroom all the time and she was like I think it's just weird that y'all stay in your bedroom all the time and I was like I didn't want to be like well we don't want to be out here with you I, I, I can imagine I can imagine every single day like 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 texting Mike or calling him and being like hey hey uh you get that command are we good we get housing yet like, so, uh, we didn't have yeah. a phone we didn't have yeah it was phone. it I mean, was rough I was man. truly I mean, was by time. myself we didn't have a car we didn't have a phone and it, it was bad. Like that. she wouldn't give us a ride, like to the PX to get groceries. We would walk. Man, and him would oh, walk man. to the PX to get groceries and stuff, and try not to eat uh, that crap. And you know, we would have yeah. moments that she and I would be like friendly, and and then the next thing I know, all of a sudden, it was just this, like jealous something. I don't know. It was just it was just crazy. You know, you know what it was. Deal with. You know what it was? It was probably because you woke up every morning and put your makeup on. And <laughs> yeah, got that's probably what it was. That's the makeup. Girl. She's like, like what are you doing? That shit yeah. drove her up the wall. She's like, this she's fucking like, makeup. Makeup. <laughs> yeah. Listen, We're in the army now. Listen, darling. This ain't no competition. Anymore. Ain't no reason to be getting all dolled up trying to look all fancy. Yeah. We're army spies. Yeah, she's now. like, We're you're doing that for Joe. That's right. We're dependents, and our job is to just be fat and lazy and not do fuck all. Get over here and eat these Cheetos right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Stuff your bag face. of Cheetos. You are mm-hmm. too skinny, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. It was pretty rough. But it, but it was fun. I mean, it was. moments that it was fun. We you know, lived there we for, what, eight weeks? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. God damn. It I was about it was, eight weeks. I thought it was for, there. like, uh, quite a, a few while, months. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. No, 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 no. It, was, it was supposed no, no, no. to be. 
and the and coolest he, thing, told, yeah, the coolest thing I happened. I told him right one here. day, I yeah. was like, listen, I was like, balling. I was like, you got to get me out of here. I was like, I can't stay here. I was like, I'm going home if you don't get me out of here. I'm <laughs> Mississippi if you don't get me out of here. And so he goes and talks to somebody. No, 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 no. You, you were going to the wives' little hangout uh, sessions. Um, snaps yeah, Club. Yeah, Snaps Club. There it is. <clears throat> It's like the introduction. Snaps Club was like when you first come to Germany, it was introducing you to like European life, showing you where to shop, how to get farms, like where you didn't have to pay taxes on the German economy. It was basically new lives to mm. military life, but not only military life, but German life. Yeah, so yeah. okay. Enjoy. But they had like a little support club there that was other wives yeah, in, in our unit. So I met Barbara Swainy. The one... Yeah, there you I go. I met Sergeant Golf's wife. I can't Paula. I can't Paula. Paula. Paula Golf. Um, I met so many people there, and I, I became friends with several of them. It was a great thing for me. So well, that... any military wives that that's a that's a highly recommended. So listen, I, I got I, to, to, well, I think what you're talking about is the FRG, right? It's the FRG group, right? The uh, family, family readiness group. group. It, yeah. <clears throat> That's generally what that is. We're all, we're all the, we're all the spouses. Okay. Well, we're all the spouses of the unit. Like, well, like while we were deployed, for example, the FRG would have handled all the, the communication between the spouses and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, um, I do have to say, we, we joke a lot. Uh, we've been joking a lot about, you know, army spouses and, and dependents and, and whatnot. And it's for a reason. Don't get me wrong. They exist. If you're listening, you do exist. Yes. yes. You do exist and you suck if you are a shitty spouse in the military. However, <laughs> there are also good ones out There's there. There's a lot and, of them. I'll say that. There's, there's a lot. Yeah, no. I mean, pe- people in the military, you know, well, people, fuck, man, any more people in you know, houses. But listen, if you are a military spouse and you're doing wrong uh, by your, you know, your your service member, chill the fuck out. Shame on you. Keep yourself yeah. right. Shame yeah, on you. You're, fix, you're fix an your asshole. Yeah. And secondly, <clears throat> secondly, stop making I, life lame. Yeah. And secondly, <laughs> I got to say, there are also good ones. So if you are a like young seven. soldier or whatever, right. looking at like be, being married in the military or joining the military and, worried about like you know married life in the military it can be good just don't marry um and, and excuse my french but don't marry a cunt whoa <laughs> <laughs> threw it out there Second. yeah so yeah, there it is so yeah so so here's here's one here's one person that she met <laughs> and the one person that she met made a huge difference because you never know who that one person is going to be, but it happened mm-hmm. to be first Sergeant Salinas's wife. So, oh, yeah. yes, that's a great contact to have your first yeah, Sergeant absolutely. of your company. So anyway, absolutely. yeah, so I'm coming down to the tow room one day. Y'all keep and mind. Let me, let me interrupt real quick. Keep in mind nothing about military. I yeah. know nothing about pecking order about who you talk to, who you don't. I, I I know nothing. I'm a Belmont, Mississippi girl that loves everybody I meet and thinks everybody's my man. So let yeah. me preface this story. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I'm walking down the steps to the tow room in the barracks one day, and First Sergeant Salinas uh, Stapper, it's like Roger First Sergeant. He said, uh, 
hey man, he said, you know, you found you found an apartment yet? I was like, negative first, Arnie knows we're like number 76 on the list. He was like, well, hang, hang on just for a second. So he kind of walks into his, you know, his office and all that stuff into the room <clears throat> and uh, comes back out and Sergeant Humphrey, I don't know if he was standing there. Anyway, Sergeant Humphrey, he's like, you know, Sergeant Humphrey, uh, take Stamper and show him your apartment building. So I was like, okay, yeah, it's cool, man. So uh, jump in the car <laughs> with Sergeant Humphrey. First time I met Sergeant Humphrey, by the way, he was in third platoon at the time. Mm-hmm. And he takes me to a place called Sandfield, which is right there outside of Swanford, a little on you know, Garrel's office. Garrel's office street. There it is. And okay. he is his <laughs> apartment building. Had, I don't know what it's it got like eight apartments in it. It's it's a, it's on the German yeah. economy. That was the mm-hmm. best part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he takes three me American and, couples in the building, including us. Yes, yes. So he takes me, shows me around, and I, you know, I was like, "Hey, man, I got to let my wife check this out." And um, I really shouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't even had to say that. But Listen, you know, just it could have been a cardboard box <laughs> on the side of the street. I'd have been like, yeah, so anyway, so take it. yes. So anyway, I mean, it was it was just going to happen. So yeah, we you know we get our uh, get our apartment there in the uh, place. Keep in, in mind, Sanfell we do not and, have a car. We don't, don't have, have a car. We don't have a television. From we don't have. We don't have anything, man. I mean, literally, I, I had like three hundred and fifty dollars in my banking account. Anyway, um, yeah, it was life. Life of a married private. You know what I mean? That's yeah. right. That's right. For sure. So, married, so anyway, private. If that, that's true. That's true. We were yeah. By speakers and stuff. If we. <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's what. That's what we yeah. like at this point in our life. <laughs> Yeah, was, fuck a place uh, to sit, man. It's pretty. Yeah. Even, it's right. Bump that. Find speakers. Bump it. Bump it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, just sit down on the floor. Let me show you something. Anyway, yeah. now what we were doing? <laughs> come, come in, sit anywhere. <laughs> Sabrina, turn yeah. that on. Give me my turntable. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, uh, that is not even a joke. This is actually real. So, so we have we have a laptop. We don't have a television. We don't have anything. We don't have very much money. <laughs> Wow! We an army cot with a poncho liner because we didn't I don't have know any where covers. I got hang on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hold, hold, hold all of your horses. You're telling yeah. me that you and Mike <laughs> slept on an army cot, which is meant for one person. Well, and when I say when I say one person. Liner. When I say one person, see, she even knows that. Yeah. Yeah. When I say, stuff. well, it's actually called a whoopee, first of all. Let me just correct you there. Most military spouses with a poncho liner is. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. But, when, but listen, but when I say one person, I mean, Mike, you're almost too wide for a fucking. A <laughs> that was about 25. I mean, pounds I'm saying like, from, 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 from shoulder to shoulder, from, from delt to yeah, delt, like, you are a wide dude. <laughs> Wow, I we made it the, work. Uh, I just thought of the Listen. title for this show. Listen, we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't sleep side by side a lot during that time of our marriage. But anyway, Gee, we won't man. go into that. Anyway, mm. we were young. Anyway. Um, and I was so crazy about him. Y'all, y'all you guys were, were camping. Y'all definitely, <laughs> went through the, y'all definitely went through the, the trials and tribulations, man. Listen, we, had every... one, we had no money. Yeah. No money. We had no money. We say for six dang vacuum cleaner. No, I'm not. I'm, well, 
six months. Yeah. We didn't have a teenager for two years. We had a laptop computer that was mine that my parents had bought for me for college. And we watched DVDs on the laptop. Yeah. And we were in that army cot forever. And then we finally got, we figured, we, we didn't know what we were doing. And somebody told us that we could go get furniture from, I don't remember what the name was, the name of the place was called. But we went and we got, ended up getting a couch and a chair. It was a purple it was the purple couch and the chair. <laughs> it was those and fucking purple couches. Yes, it was it was those, those purple, purple couches. couches. What was up with the purple couch? That's I don't awesome. know. over those purple couches because we had nothing. We had yeah. nothing. Listen, and I got to say, and I know I've said this before, but for everybody that thinks that people in the military get paid too much. Yeah. Oh, my no. goodness. We had nothing. Not. This is, and you got to keep in mind, you are married. You are Germany, so you're, it means you're getting a uh, uh, fucking was it cola? So cost of living pay attached to your your base pay as a as a young soldier, and still, dude, you're probably as a, as a married soldier in Germany, you're probably not clearing twenty month before taxes. Listen, Maybe. I can tell you, we looked at our LH several years ago. We were looking through the stuff up in the attic, and we were bringing home about three hundred dollars a week. Bringing home, Yikes. And, then, Lord. And, and then we were converting that into euros. So yeah, you do the math on that. Well, about one seventy-five. About one seventy-five. That is fifteen. That six hundred dollars. And the fluctuation of the euro at, when it first came out when they when they, when they first switched from the D mark to the euro is a one for one. But then the, the that gap got it was bigger, terrible bigger, bigger. when we were over there. Yeah, it got it bigger. It was and terrible bigger. when we were over there. Yeah. So actually. Around the time you're talking about, like mid, because the, the the euro took place in January first, two thousand two. So in two thousand two, the gap about a dollar a dollar fifty to a euro. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so we were, uh, we were hurting pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Talking, so you're, you're talking, we had poor, no money. But, we listen, had no money. That's fifteen thousand six hundred dollars dollars American dollars a year, or ten thousand four hundred euro. euros. Yeah, 10, 000, for two people. 12,000 euros. Yeah, that, that's yeah. impossible to live on. Yeah. So, I mean, the, I mean, the oh, only thing was is that we didn't have an electric bill. We didn't have a water bill. I mean, that's 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 a good thing. We didn't, but, we didn't pay rent, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, so we, that was, we were just poor. We were just, I mean, <laughs> we were the epitome of white trash. I mean, that was just, the, that was the reality. Well, we, were, yeah. we were white trash and we didn't know it. I mean, like, and the thing is, yeah. I didn't grow up being a rich girl. I mean, I. Yeah. Being a rich girl, I was just a regular girl that I worked through high school. I mean, I paid my own cell phone bill, paid my insurance on my car. You know, I mean, I I wasn't used to having like suits. But I'm telling you, like to be with him and be over there, it it just didn't matter. Like it just didn't matter. I considered it, but we borrowed. (sighs) Like we didn't have a car for two years. Okay, so we borrowed a car from. Sure. And if he's oh, listening, he's gonna get so tickled. It was the blue the, ox, is what the we call it. The blue ox, that's what I called it. The we blue borrowed ox. a car because we lived eight a... miles off post. So you do the math on that. Okay, so if you know groceries or you know work with Sergeant Humphrey. So thank God they yeah. lived there. He rode to work mm-hmm. with him and ride to and from work with him. We put on rucksacks. And we'd walk eight <laughs> wow. miles to the freaking PX. 
And I remember That's I right. made, like, I, I love to cook. I love to cook. And so I'm a Southern cook. And so he was like, I really want some of those, those stew potatoes that you make. And I tried to put them in your rucksack. You go right ahead. But I'm not putting them in mine. So we're not having potatoes. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> we had to walk eight miles back. And, it, you know, I mean, you, it's 40 below zero. Yeah, so it was cold. It, I mean, it was just somebody <clears throat> pray for us. I think it was, was it Stern? Stern gave, gave us, us two bikes. bikes. Yeah, one of them was like shaky. It was way yeah. too big for me. The only one that <laughs> fit me was the shaky bike. And like it had a, a straight handlebar and the ring in the middle was broken. So you had to pull back against the handlebar to keep it from going all the way through the middle. And so I wrecked on it to get off of it because it was a boy bike anyway so it was just ridiculous <laughs> well, hang on and let me uh, let me flip the track and bring the old school back and my like leaving me leaving me on <laughs> yeah. the bike and i'm back there like having a wreck with my with my army rucksack on it was like 30 pounds well, heavier than i that's was that's the only one that you would fit on though and that's that's the one i had to give you yeah but i didn't that's I yeah anyway, tell it yourself pretty, that well, well first of all, wait before we get any further, I'm gonna give pro- uh, Mike props for hitting me with the Montel Jordan. Uh, oh, you heard that. Montel you Jordan that, huh? reference. Yeah, of course I picked that up. Yes. Thank you for Let throwing me, that in there. Let me flip the track to the bring the old school back. Yeah, well, you just gotta recognize the greatness that you just That's pulled off right. right there. Thank you. That's right, <laughs> Rob. If you're listening, you, the Blue Ox dude. The this blue ox. He let us borrow pulled, that. Yes, he like went on leave or something, and we he, were there. No, we stayed no, there. No, he, Went to pre ranger school and he let us borrow it. That's what it was. And yes. it was, it had you holes had, in the side of it that you If you open the driver door, the little the, uh, the side panel would fall. Yes, it's fall off, so you got to be careful. Door. Not only that, but he couldn't open the driver's side door. When you go to the red light, you let off the gas. That's Never right. Let you off keep the your gas. foot on the brake. the gas. What do you call that? Something idle. So you were squealing. Squalen tires pulling out of every red light. Pretty much, yeah. Which was pretty cool in a way. Yeah, no, it was not bad cool. in others. Did that anyway. uh, was that the uh, the car that had the uh, like uh, Audi. Had a the yeah it was the Audi the Audi, the Audi. Yeah. And it was so, like a it was like a sky it, blue or like yes well it yeah, yeah. like it was baby blue green baby blue. yeah some rust spots drive it and I would come up to the, <laughs> like to the checkpoints the barracks and stuff. I would come up to the checkpoints and they would come up to my window and I was like, and the window wouldn't roll down and I couldn't open the door so I'd have to crawl through the passenger side and give them my ID. Jeez, it was good days, bro. And Mike was like, he looked at me and he was like, baby, if you will stick with me, <laughs> you will never drive anything like this again, I promise. What are you going to laugh about? What are you, <laughs> what are you, dri- what are you driving now? Camry, it's loaded mm-hmm. out. It's pimped out. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so was he was, was he was he lying? Not lying. Kept that been, Took me about twenty been... years. We got there. No. Hey man. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say this about him. So he has he he's drove crap when I drove a brand new vehicle. Mm-hmm. That I'll say about my man. He it's puts me in a nice ride. He don't drive a nice ride. He don't. <laughs> he just. I thought. She, I thought by now, Steph would have. Uh, uh, no, we're cheap Bought skates. a Camaro and, and hooked Dude. it up by now. Something <laughs> crazy. You'd be surprised, my skates. friend. You'd be surprised. You would. I just we need to get something skates. that gets me from A to B. Yeah, like he's been pulled go. over like. 
with a warning that his tail light is. I was like, yeah, you told me that last week, ball. bro. <laughs> his tail light's been busted out with a golf ball. Do for I know three you? Years. I know you. And we're looking. You told me over two weeks ago. Currently, we're looking. To put on the back of the, <laughs> the bumper. Wait, what'd you say? You that's that's where we are. I nah. said currently we are looking for red duct tape oh, to put on the line that, because we don't want to because we don't want to replace it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how cheap we are. You look it up <laughs> on YouTube; it's easy. You got it, Mike. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. On so <clears throat> you, there was an issue or or something that you wanted to clear up about the second time, or you know, <laughs> the time me and Stamper picked you up from the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So we explained our, the refs up. I, I explained my part in this. <clears throat> okay. I explained the part that I can remember. And Brown, his, I don't know if you and I had ever met before then. Had we? No, no. I we don't think not. we had. Here's what they needs were. to happen for the story. Hold on a second now. Yeah. Here's, here's what needs to happen for the story. <laughs> Everybody, shut up. Sabrina, this, this is your time to speak uninterrupted. Nobody interrupt until she is done. Let her speak. <laughs> take take right. it easy on me now. Okay. This is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. All right. So, okay. Anybody that knew Mike knew how he was back then. He was a party boy. He was a, he loved to have a good time. Okay. Home. I, nobody in my family had death in my family. So, when Mike was out in the field, y'all were at, uh, where are we all? Worsburg? No, no, no. We, we were either. I think we were in. Uh, I think we were in Hollinsfells at this time. If I'm not mistaken, it was, it was 2003. It was Yeah. So one of our and field training so, exercises, 2003. Mm-hmm. One that I couldn't get away from. <clears throat> yeah, unex- very unexpectedly. My grandmother, who I was to, who I named my daughter after, um, she passed away, and so my mom called me. And she told me, she said, you know, your grandmother's passed away. And she said, we're going to wait for the funeral until you get here. Okay, keep in mind, we have no money. When I say we have no money, we have no, none. Mm -hmm. So I go, I called, um, I actually went to, um, and I said, I need to get in touch with Mike. He's out in the field. I didn't know what to do. I didn't even know how to buy a ticket. I I didn't. Thing and this was before the internet was like readily available. I mean, that sounds so crazy, but it was it what 03 2003? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, was, it was the days of dial up internet. So, and I had to go to the post and stand in line and get 30 minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was just a big, and so anyway, so I, I was devastated. I was very, very close to my grandma, very unexpected. And so I got in touch with the Red Cross and I sent a message to Mike that my grandmother had passed away and whoever was in charge of whatever said, well, it's not his grandmother. Can't yeah. go. <clears throat> That's exactly so, what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Barbara Swaney helped me get a ticket to Red Cross and it was $9 round trip. That had been $9 million. I didn't, I, we didn't have it. <laughs> So we nine hundred dollars for me back then. That was an unfathomable, unfathomable yeah. amount of money. Yeah. And so, um, then 
financed it. We paid like $60 a month, financed it. So I went home. I went home. Uh, I can't even remember now. I think Mike had come back and he took me to the airport. Like, because it was towards the end of the. Yeah. The, so I did. He took me to the airport. Yeah. He took me to the airport and I, I'm devastated. I mean, my heart is just broken. And keep in mind, my parents are still not his biggest fan. I mean, like, they accept him, but they're still very leery of him. They're not his biggest fan. So mm-hmm. I fly home. They held my grandmother out like nearly a week for me in order for me to get home. I flew 11 hours home. My mom picked me up at the airport. Actually, no. Picked me up at the airport. Drove me three hours to home. I got ready. Went to the funeral. I was home for like five days. And he knew I was coming back. And so I had not been able to get in touch with him. We had this phone that could not call me but i could call him he could make outgoing calls but i could make ingoing calls mm-hmm. so i had called him all week that i was home I had not been able to get in touch with him and so i didn't want to tell my parents that i could not get in touch with him because they so yeah, this wouldn't have helped the situation at all no, at no. all not know when i was coming back well he i mean no i knew what day and i thought i knew what time he didn't know what time. He didn't know what place. Yeah. He he didn't know nothing. Well, I, so I I'm Frankfurt a nervous Airport. wreck because I keep calling, 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 calling. Can't get him. And so my mom drops me off in the Nashville airport. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? He's not going to be there. What Here am I we do? go. Her, because she would be mad. And I didn't want them to not like him. Yeah, if, it's a little secret. You got to keep to yourself. You got to keep yeah. to yourself. You got to hold me there. I get on my plane thinking maybe it'll work out. 11 hours. And I'm devastated. Absolutely devastated. I'm so upset. Get. Lo and behold, he ain't there. So I thought, okay, so what am I going to do? I don't speak German. And I have. I have no phone. I I got nothing. So I sit there for a few minutes. I get, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I sat there hours. After I sat there for a little while, I did the only thing I knew to do, which was cry. I sat there and cried. (laughs) And finally, this old German man comes up to me because I'm bawling like a baby. I I was hungry. I was starving to death. So he buys me a Subway sandwich, and oh. he speaks very little. Okay. Yeah, yeah after, we're probably in transit at this time. Bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> I sat there for six hours. Six well, hours. Not being yeah. able to get in touch with him. Nothing. And what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? Like I said, no money. I only had the Subway sandwich because this strange German man came up and bought one for me because he felt sorry for me. And so he was tired of watching you cry. Yeah. yeah, it was pitiful. So anyway, so then somebody else. What, what's what's going on? And I told him, I'm my husband. He doesn't know where I'm at. You know, I can't, I can't find him. He's a soldier. He's in Schweinfurt. So he shows me 
the magic of the USO in the airport. So we found the USO and the USO calls, which speaking, they Schweinfurt base and they get to Mike where his wife is at that point. Then Mike is in transit. Actually, Brown is in transit. So little did I know, I'm at home at my grandmother's funeral devastated so sad and my husband is on a three-day bender Cirque's <laughs> <laughs> house he showed yeah. with a man i've never met in my life wearing <laughs> well, somebody else's clothes <laughs> look ridiculous first of all with a beard and he's not allowed to have a beard so i knew he was drunk so it oh, was not a good goodness. day. It, it, was it, wasn't, it wasn't a good day. And I'm thinking, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I don't know this man. He introduces me. This is Brown. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I don't give a shit who Brown is. I'm just like, the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the food. I, did, I, did bring, I did bring flowers. I threw I everything I had in him. Yeah. The flowers. I beat the shit out of him with those flowers. And I. <laughs> so in the she had last, every right to. The last podcast, it sounded kind of like he was late picking me up. Didn't know which, <laughs> which, which all in. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't how that went down. There for about six <laughs> hours and had not talked to anybody in a week. And my husband showed up wearing a disco shirt with a beard with a man I've never met driving my car. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I love it. That is something. I'll tell you what. That is something that I would expect to see in like a movie like The Hangover. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was. It was bad. The whole thing is a clusterfuck. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, oh my god, I'm imagining still drunk. He was got home, and so I I was apartment. And I, I know you were because mm. I forevermore. You think Brown? You think I let him have it in the airport? I let him have it when we got in the in the house, and he was all. Baby, it's okay. I was a true douche. That yeah, it was pretty bad, man. It was bad. Yeah, and I have I've probably apologized on that probably a thousand times. Well, might want to do it one more time because it's, it's yeah, I am highly, highly sorry for that incident. I vividly remember, but I I'm vividly remember every detail. Very much sorry about the person I was at that time. So, we'll, know. you know, anyway, it's, anyway, that's who I was. Though. Hang on, now, was hold the, up, hold up. Do we just do we, Serena? Are you after all these years, are you accepting that apology? I do accept that apology <laughs> after okay, all folks, these you years. Hear, you hear it right here. He uh, is forgiven for his He's transgressions. And, and she can no longer bring it up in future arguments. Oh, That's man. it. That's it. The Not in shut. arguments, listen, but in conversation. Listen, we can bring it up. That bad of, a, of an event, she can bring up bring up any time in our marriage. No, it's expunged. It's expunged from your record, brother. That's pretty rough, man. That was pretty it rough. Was, it you was so admit, bad. It, if and she just randomly I smacks you in the head, you I'm just like, it. I deserve it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Frankfurt. Let my yeah. friend Macy listen to that, to the podcast, and her and her husband Merle. And he was like, Sounds to me like, you know, poor old guy just showed up at the wrong time and you freaked out. <laughs> it, <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was bad, man, because I, I may have even passed out at the wrong terminal now that I think about it. Anyway, it was bad. It, 
Man, all, all I know is I was sitting in the, uh, while you were getting chewed out, I'm driving around in circles at the airport, freaking out, because I'm like, man, I'm going to get pulled over. I don't have a license. I'm black in Germany. I don't know how none of this is going to work out. Let me tell you, the sign of an immature woman, I was so mad that I was harebrained. I was completely harebrained. Didn't know what to do. So instead Hang on. of... Sabrina, hold on just a second. Okay, not everybody that listens is Southern. So can you explain what harebrain means? <laughs> um, harebrained <laughs> means Sorry. that you, you know, like seeing red, like where you have yeah. no sense at all. You have no common yeah. sense at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you are completely just gone. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kind of realizing that sometimes we have to explain military terms and then we also should explain southern terms. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's southern <laughs> terms and then there's Belmont, Mississippi terms. Oh, I bet it's you. a whole I different thing. You. I bet you. I bet you some of the shit y'all say down in Mississippi, same. some of the shit y'all say down in Mississippi and Alabama has got to be a whole different yeah. ball game from things it's we said up here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Hold yeah, it. and it, it sounds like a completely different language to me. So I'm It is like, a different language. <laughs> nodding and smiling. That's hilarious. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like being back in Germany again. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> no, no, I get it, man. I, my family, I got family in the South. I know what's up. Okay, me? so. No, no. Well, you and everyone else. So mm-hmm. now it's getting serious. All right, we're going to move on. You know Steph's <laughs> going to war. It's a it's yeah. gonna happen. He's leaving for Iraq soon. What's going on in your head? And I'm I, um, so the first thing that comes to my mind, he went to pre ranger school. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right after we got married, he went to pre which was like a major dream of his. And I'm so freaking proud. I'm like, my husband's going to pre ranger school. I mean, he he's a badass. I mean, he's he's the he's that. So I'm I'm so proud of him. So he goes to pre and right before y'all went to Iraq, which was like what twelve months? It was twelve months. Mm-hmm. Um, they told him that if he would extend because his 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 actual contract was up just like a month or two after y'all got home, and um, they told him if he would extend get to go to ranger school and that oh, was kind of the okay. yeah they kind of dangled the carrot in front of i knew in my heart that's what he wanted to do and so i just i didn't say anything like i remember sitting in our bathtub in germany and sitting there and crying and crying and crying and crying. okay he's going to war he's gonna be gone for 12 months and then when he comes back he's gonna be gone for say six months Mm-hmm. What is what is pre range? What is well, ranger, school? ranger Ranger school is a, about two months. Yeah, two months. Okay. But but for me, with that, that though, here. yeah. Well, and, and with that though, like depending on how well he does, he can get walk ons to other schools down at Fort Benning. So he could have potentially been gone longer. Yeah. Yeah. So I was devastated. Don't lie, I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. Um, but now keep in mind, at the time, I old newlywed who thanks her husband and I just wanted to be with him every waking second and 
I mean, that's a hard place to be. I mean, that's a very hard place to be. It's hard to have Especially perspective. Especially in a new country. Yes. And it's, it's hard to have perspective. Now, being, looking back, I regret being so emotional because I feel like, which I, I feel like we're where we're supposed to be. I really, really do. I don't regret anything that's happened in the last 19 years. I really feel emotional because I feel like he might have made different decisions because I think he's taken my feelings into into account. Because I was devastated. I mean, I couldn't stand the thoughts of being without him for a year, for 12 months. I mean, I, I couldn't stand it. Yeah. I mean, it and it's was, not like he was, was just, going... Yeah, it's not like he was going camping either. It was no, for some pretty time, serious reasons. Or like, or time, like, uh, um, I've got friends that that their husbands are on deployment right now, but they can talk to them every. They have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. They can talk yeah. every single day. And when you guys were over there, there was no, there was nothing. We wrote letters, paper letters. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple of emails, you know, while y'all were gone. And I remember very vividly, um, Colonel Dragon. Do y'all remember him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dragoon. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I remember his name. I just remember his name because I was asked to babysit for them a couple of times when we were in Germany. I just remember his name because I thought it was a cool name. Mm-hmm. And I, that name really stuck out to me. It was a memorable name. That, I don't know if y'all remember this. There was a, an engineer from Mississippi that he um he was he was kidnapped while he was over there on like a contract assignment. He was like a he was just an engineer. Do y'all remember that by any chance? In, in Iraq? Yeah, in Iraq. Um was it before we got over there or while we were there? Because I know there was while a... y'all were there. It was okay. while y'all were <clears throat> this engineer from Mississippi. It was on I mean it was on local news, national news, but it was a big deal on local news. So he had gotten kidnapped while he was over there, and it was like a ransom type deal. Well, anyway, so there was a convoy of Bradleys coming across the um, <clears throat> coming across the desert, and somehow or another, this particular engineer had gotten loose from the people that were holding him captive and ran towards the convoy. Of Bradleys. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Remember okay, that. Yeah. yeah. So Colonel Dragon was over the particular battalion or whatever of that that was going through and he was on the news dragon was on the news and oh, I knew did not where know Mike that. was yeah i knew where mike was because i knew that name and so i knew he was okay i knew i knew the area was because i hadn't heard from him and it was like three months that i hadn't heard from him i didn't know if he was alive wow. or dead I didn't, I didn't know anything yeah and so that's so, how and, and- different things are now yeah, no, I was going to say for, for, for folks listening, man. So back then, so like early, early, early uh, OIF and OEF, um, when you're deployed, so we, you know, cell phones, we, we didn't have smartphones. Everything was a flip phone. So we didn't have cell phones, right? That wasn't a thing over there. We didn't deploy with our phones. As a matter of fact, we had to turn them in. Like we had to like put them, pack them away or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Turn them off, take the SIM card out. We weren't allowed to use them. It wasn't a thing. So the, our only means of communication back home was <clears throat> email writing letters, like, like Sabrina said, writing paper letters or 
um, you could go buy minutes. You, we, we could purchase minutes with our money that we were making. And we talked about this before, like, you know, as in, at, at the time I was in E4 with, with three years in when we got over there. So I was looking at making it like maybe twenty four, $25,000 for that year. That's with combat pay, tax-free, hazard duty pay, all that bullshit. So here I am making $25,000 a year to be in combat. And on top of that, I have to pay for minutes to call home to let them know Brad, that I'm okay. Which is crazy. And on top of that, um, <clears throat> you know, if, if, if somebody should die in our area of operations, then we go blackout. So all means of uh, uh, electronic communications are shut off. So comparatively, compare that to today or in the last, I would say, five, ten years, um, soldiers are deploying, military people are deploying with their phones. They are connected to Wi-Fi. A buddy of yeah. mine deployed, and the yeah. first correspondence I got from him was a Snapchat. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's night and day. And so, you know, and, and especially being fairly newlyweds and, you know, being in a, a, an environment that you're not familiar with. Um, and then all the troubles that come, come along with being a newlywed and, and Mike newlywed. being a new soldier. I mean, that's just, that is like, you guys are kind of an anomaly for, for still being married. Not going to lie because you, you guys from in the beginning you talk about like, you know, not having any money, living in like shitty situations, have not having a bed, not having a furniture, um, and then having to deal with us constantly going to the field for training, and then us it was deploying to combat. Like every other month, mm-hmm. every forty-five days, y'all were gone for <clears throat> about a month. Uh, I mean, like yeah, we were we were gone a lot, and occasionally we would have like a weekend thing where we'd have to go to graph, or you know, we'd be gone for two weeks here or there, or we'd be gone for thirty days, or whatever it was. We were gone a lot of two thousand and three, but so yeah. then, so then you're going through all this stuff as a newlywed in a foreign country, and, and, and like you've said before, you are from BFE Mississippi. Ain't no, ain't nobody yes. in, in America heard of Mississippi. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so you're from Mississippi and then you're now you're in Germany. You don't even yeah. speak German. You, you barely speak English. You know what I mean? I barely <laughs> speak Mississippi. Yeah. I speak Mississippi. I so, Mississippi. I'm saying I'm saying all this stuff to say that like the resiliency between you guys, <laughs> the 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 drive to want to make it work, the understanding that like that you guys are in this together. And it's like you said, sometimes the want to isn't always there. Yeah. Sure. And For and sure. you guys, you guys had it rough from right off the bat, right off the get go, you know? And, uh, well, I'll tell you this. we, you know, we, in, in several years ago, probably 10 years ago, 11 years ago, you know, we kind of had a rough patch and I mean, everybody does any, any couple that's been married for any length of time, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If if you say you don't go through at least one rough patch, I mean you're a liar. I mean that's just the way mm-hmm. it is. I mean you're a Absolutely. liar. I mean we a rough patch, and you know it was it was to the point that you know you throw in the towel or you or you dig deep. You know I mean that's 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 where we were. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you this: stuff we went through in Germany is what anchored me to you know it did better. This is what I kept this. This was my grounding. Um, is it didn't matter what we, we faced, what we went through. If we didn't make it, if if he and I did not make it, nobody would have ever shared the things. Like if if I ended up being with somebody else in the future, 
we would have never shared the things that Mike and I had shared. We would, I would have never had somebody that, that wrote me a ridiculous poem set it on the top of the, <laughs> of the, of the, of the, um, Lennon Tower of Pisa, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he wrote me a poem that was ridiculous, but it was great. He re- and he read it to me on the top of the Lennon Tower of Pisa. You know, wow. I mean, like we, we had those things and we, we were in, we were in Italy together. We did all these things together. We, we slept in a, an army cot together with, with a poncho liner. You know, we did all these things together. And either if I, if we didn't make it, I was never going to have that with anybody else. You know, and if, if Stern, like Ron Stern, like I wish so bad we were still in contact with him because I loved him so much. Oh my goodness, I loved him so much. He was a good guy. He was such a big part of our lives then. Um, um, but we, you know, went to Italy with him and, the things that we did and the things that we did when we went through Austria and, you know, I mean, sleeping in our cars and just all the stuff that was, it, it, it wouldn't matter. I would never have that for anybody else. And so that the dig date for me when we yeah. were, when we were in a hot spot that it was like, you know, either sink or swim, it was like, do you want to let go of these things and just settle for ordinary or do you want the extraordinary you know, I mean, that's, our Germany experience is what grounded me. Yeah. Hey, seriously, I don't know what I was going to say. I had to jump over to my neighbors real quick, guys. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we're talking mad shit about you. We have an elderly. Yeah, I figured it was going to be that way. But no, we got an elderly couple. <laughs> anyway, when they call, we got we to gotta jump. But anyway, um, uh, if, if, man, every, like, newlywed couple, um, should I don't know, man. It, it was the greatest experience for us. It was, it was, it was Best a bad. Time. Sometimes it was, it was, sometimes it was bad experiences. Bad. But for the most part, yes, it, it was, was. My life. We grew. One hundred percent. I can. I'll be put it this way. I'll, I'll put it this way. If we had not had that time in our marriage, we wouldn't have made it. We may not have made it through some of the other times that we and went through later. We wouldn't have made it. I'm gonna tell you that right. Because yeah, I wouldn't have been able to hold on. I can. Yeah, have we I can not say had that. that extraordinary experience that exactly. was exclusive to me and him, we would not have made it. So where? So where are we at? Where are we at? What, so uh, would you guys say? And this is just me kind of like trying to piece all this together in my brain case. Would you guys say that it was the best of times? It was the worst of times. It yes. was the age of wisdom. It was yes. the age of foolishness. It was the a the epic of belief. Um, it was yes. the epic of uh, incredulity. Um, it was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope, and it was the winter of despair. Would you would would, nice. would you say that kind of summarizes everything? It's, it's nice. Where in the hell are you getting put, this? Put that on the card, bro. So, uh, for, are you reading it, this? Are you reading this off a card? Is this some Hallmark shit? <laughs> no, nah, man. It's, 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 it's Hallmark. It's, it's Charles Dickens, man. Okay, I gotta read. <laughs> it's on, Char- it's Charles Hallmark. Dickens. Charles Dickens, man. A Tale of Two Cities. Best of times is the worst. Tell you that's some Hallmark card. That and the credibility. Credibility. Yeah. All right. That's a hard That's my boy. Incredulity. All right. Yeah. Incredulity. Yeah. All right. 
That's so, awesome, man. So we're, I just fucking shed a tear over here. So where are we at? Where, where are y'all at right now? Okay. Well, well we're in Iraq, and, and Sabrina's back in Germany. Oh, wow. Actually, actually, Sabrina, I don't know if you said <laughs> where where. So did, when we deployed, did you stay in Germany the whole time, or did you go back I, home? I did not. I came home. I yeah. came home. I tried you. to be a big girl, and I was gonna stay. And then hell no, man. Go home. I just couldn't. <laughs> um, so I came home, and I got a job. And I actually, I got two jobs. I cleaned houses. Uh-huh. I cleaned. I and I worked, yeah, I had three jobs. I worked at Ann Taylor Loft in the mall. And then I also, yeah, I worked at Little's Jewelers in the mall. And I went to school at night. And, and a house full of furniture. And that's what I did. I was just stayed busy. Busy the whole time so he was gone. While you were home and we're deployed. And, you know, so we're, we're deployed to Iraq. We're in the middle of, you know, the ship. Two questions, actually. The first one, did the opinion uh, that your parents had uh, of Mike, did it change while we were deployed or were they, did they kind of back off from their opinions? Oh, they were, they were very, very supportive of Mm -hmm. Mike during that time. I mean, they were, they were extremely supportive. And I mean, after we got married, I mean, they were very, they were very parted but they were very mm-hmm. supportive man that's um, good that's this good fucking that's just good parenting. oh that's you know what i mean that's that family bro i mean that's her family. yeah i mean they, 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 when we they believe stick, in marriage they stick. and they they wanted us to they wanted us to be successful and we were yeah, married yeah. and they wanted us to do what it took to make it work and so they were yeah they were guarded i mean they they yeah. didn't 100 percent trust him but they they wanted they wanted us to they Water. they looked at it they looked at it in, in 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 terms of reality and said well we're here now so yeah let's, for let's, real let's, yeah let's figure and it out together my, as, as a my family. My dad is like my my mom and dad both are avid patriots and I mean they believe always I mean you know mm-hmm. proud to be an American you know I mean we we are very yeah. so you know we we were also super proud of him. Well, I got so whatever man, it took. I mean, that's 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 real big on on your parents. You know what I mean? Like that's that takes a lot, especially when it comes to like your little girl. You know what I'm saying? She's she's dating this uh, rapscallion, as Tyree would put it. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. And 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 now this rapscallion is deployed to Iraq, and you have to switch gears. And you have to say, man, listen, we got we got to set our own personal shit aside and support this guy while going through um, what I assume most you know, Americans, civilians back home think is, you know, like, and it is like true to life fucking combat, the kind of shit you see in movies, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, hard times, you know? And so that, that's really good to hear, man. That's, that's, that's awesome. Honestly, it sounds like it, man, like Mike, Sabrina might've saved your ass, man. I know it, bro. I'm her her might, have, might have, Yo, Mike, you, Sabrina you saved your ass. You don't yeah. have to tell me, bro. You don't she have needs, to tell me. She needs to be wearing a damn cape, and you need I to be agree. like. I agree. I think yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stitch her one of those. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, um, we, I, I'm gonna tell you right now that. Um, yeah, I mean, her parents, dude. Yeah. You know, with my parents, they they came. They drove three hours away on R and R to come meet me. Saw me for about I don't know hour and a half. Twenty minutes. Yeah, and <laughs> went back home. Then they even came back. They even rode back with us to send me off. Who is this? Her parents. Her parents. Yes, her parents. 
And uh, I mean, with my parents, I mean, the whole family, I mean, just yeah. Yeah, my yeah. parents and their parents, her parents. And, but I mean, they came and that just, I mean, that just yeah. shows me, that like I said, lot, the, man. that first podcast, man, I mean, well, I'll say this, regardless of prior feelings that they had, I mean, <clears throat> we're believers in marriage. I mean, we were believers in commitment. Yeah. And I mean, you stick it out at all costs. You know, I mean, for I know there's sometimes, yeah, I know that there's sometimes it, it can't be. I mean, I yeah. believe me, I know that more than anybody on the planet. I understand that. But if you can, like that, that's what I was raised to believe. It, you, know, you, you made a, you made a covenant. It's not just a commitment. It's a covenant. And a covenant means that you do it whether you want to. And so there's been, I don't want to protract this image that we've always been this blissfully happy couple. We, I mean, that's not, that's not the truth. I mean, we haven't been. There's these well, seasons that we have not been. It's like you said we, earlier. If, if, you, if you're a couple and you're saying that you've been blissfully happy, you're You're lying. Time, you're, you're a damn lying. liar. Yep. <laughs> you're, and thank you. Thank you for being open and honest about that because a lot of people yeah. just assume like, hey. They you don't know, talk that's about just that kind who of I stuff. am. I can tell you something that's about Sabrina Stafford. You're, you're going to get the full effect. You're going to get that. the truth. The good, bad, and the ugly. And I mean, that's that's what our relationship has been. It's, it's been the good, bad, and the ugly. We were children when we married. I would die. I've got a 15-year-old daughter. I would she got married. When she, if she was 19 in four years from now, <laughs> I would die. Gone to jail. She did. Isn't that crazy? Like uh, your kid is around the same age when uh, things start changing for you, right? Oh my gosh! Not gonna happen, bro. She's almost (laughs) the age I was when I met Mike. Seriously, she is. And it's just—I can't wait to see the guy that steps up to that plate. Listen, I have a video. I have a video of trash at the apartment in North at Northeast. Talking about when he had a daughter someday, how he would know that she was marrying the right guy, just like him. Oh, oh man, <laughs> that is awesome. we better hope to goodness that guy don't step foot oh. on my front porch. Hey, watch, watch that guy, watch that guy pull up in a, in a, in a white Grand Am or whatever that was with his t top. I can off. promise you, that, his hat promise you that this he... guy right here will walk out and put it right back in reverse. <laughs> no, man, no, he's gonna see you out there, you know, and, and, and see you and give you sub. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sub. it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's just say, yeah. Uh, yeah, he won't make it past the the doorstep. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It is what so, it is, and uh, yeah. you know, I made I made my words, but I'm yeah. right now at this stage of life. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. okay. So, so, hey, so hang on. Oh, go, go ahead, Tyree. No, go ahead. Why well, second Christmas? Go ahead, Tyree. No, go for it. So my second. <laughs> no, you go. For it. <laughs> no, you know, you go for it. <laughs> I'm trying to you know, keep this thing on the tracks, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck so it. my second question, though, my second Side question, though, over here. Go ahead. My second question, though, uh, Sabrina. So, so while we were deployed, I know that whenever I would, you know, whenever I would write home to my parents, right, I, I emailed my mom. Matter of fact, she just gave me a copy of all of the emails that I ever sent her while we were deployed. And um, yes, and uh, <clears throat> I lied. <laughs> I flat out lied to my mom about the shit that we were doing. Like, I remember there's one email she asked me. She's like, in this one, you said you were up at a guard tower and just minding your own business and nothing happened. A super boring day. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's not what happened that day at all. 
Um, and it was, you know, and you know, so I, I flat out lied about it because I was not telling my mom or anybody back home this year well, for two reasons. That. Yeah. Yeah. For two reasons, obviously for, you know, OPSEC operational security, we don't relay that kind of information anyway, but also because I don't want my family to worry about shit. Now right. with, with, you know, so with that in mind, or with that being said, what type of correspondence were you able to get from Mike? You know, I only got, honestly, before R&R, he came home two, two weeks in R&R. And I, I'm telling you, we, we did not communicate hardly at all. We had, mm-hmm. I had just a handful of emails and he would tell me in retrospect, you know, we went out and he would tell me we had a, a firefight or whatever you know he would tell me in retrospect you know what had happened but I never got any or any current information you know nothing Mm -hmm. like that and it was very brief messages and less than 10 calls in a year I mean I I don't know if it was even close to 10 yeah you know I mean it, it, it was mainly incredible. emails. It was mainly emails. It was letters. Letters. Um, yeah, still letters. The letters didn't have really anything to do with deployment situation. It was just like personal, and yeah. so it was, it was a it was such a strange time in my life, and I felt like I was frozen in time. You know, I, I felt oh, I like it, it was just the oddest thing, and I remember I. And I remember a girl that she was she was not a nice person that I worked with, and she was very jealous, very very controlling. She was the manager of the place that I worked at, very very jealous girl. And he called me, and he called. Evidently, had time to call my home, and my mom said she's at work. You can call her at work, and so work he hung up and turned around call me at work and she put him on hold mm. in the in the place where I, and when I got on the phone it had been several minutes had gone by you know he only had like say 20 minutes mm-hmm. babe I'm sorry I gotta go he was like I, you know I don't have any more time he's like I just want to tell you I love you and I'm gonna tell you I quit after that like it, it, it was a it was a really really big mm. deal and I was devastated <sighs> heard his voice in months you know you think you you think about this man like so we're deployed we're we're fighting we're we're busy every day we're doing something right the war had just started yeah we are constantly going and then you have to leave you know leave germany you're just you're just now getting kind of used to germany now you got to come back home you know go back to mississippi and and now you're like, like you said, frozen in time and trying to like not, I'm, I'm sure there, you know, I'm sure there were several, several moments where you're just, where you, where you can't contain it, but like you're trying to contain, you're trying to compartmentalize. Like what I talked about uh, in, in a previous episode where you kind of just like, you, 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 you set it aside in your, in your mind. Two different you, lives. Yeah. You know? It's like two different lives. You live this life, this normal life. And you live this life, you're a military spouse. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like it's like two completely different. People. That's the only way yeah. to survive it. It's true, and that and that was that's that's true for us while we're deployed. It, it really is. You have to be. You have to be. You have to live these two different lives. You have to be this human being. You know, you have to remember who you are, your name. You know, whatever. 
mm-hmm. you also have to be this stone cold, uh, willing to do what it takes to get the job done, uh, soldier on deployment in combat. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot of people don't seem to understand that. Um, no, they don't. No, they don't. All right, so Stamper's coming home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we land back in hey. Germany. The war's over for us. Still got the video. I'm gonna send to you, bro, of us on the C-130. I got it. Shoot it to me. I got uh, it. Sabrina, what's going on in your head as he's oh returning? Oh my goodness! So... Did you know? Did you know when? Well, a certain time. We were told at a certain time, and um, so I was so pumped. And so I had been working all these jobs and doing all this been saving everything he had made and made like paid the house we bought like I was trying to do all these big responsible adult things and so I went and I (laughs) bought all this like lingerie and stuff so I'm so excited that he's coming home and so he's going he's going back to Germany and so like I spent like a week planning like what I'm going to wear, like what am I going to wear when he, you know, when he comes home. So I bought like this coat. This is so ridiculous. This is maybe like PG-13 podcast. But anyway, so I bought this. I'm going to tell because that's who I am. Wow. Anyway, so I is. bought this like this like naughty thing. And so I bought jeans to go over and then I bought a coat. That's my girl. Because it, it was cold. It was cold over there. So anyway, so I have on like this naughty thing, this, this like teddy thing. And so these jeans and this big long coat and I still have wet hair. And next thing I know, he's knocking on the door. Like we were going to go. Y'all's yeah, that's what I told line. y'all about the, uh, yeah, we're gonna, the drop call. Krista, Krista Humphrey and I were going to go because she lived in the same apartment building as we did. And so she had come pick me up at the airport two days prior to that. And so clean and everything all perfect for him to come home so she was gonna come pick me up and we were gonna go to this ceremony so i've got on this naughty and blue jeans and heels and wet hair and so i'm door and i'm like well she's early freaking hey she's early so i go to the door and there and i was like Damn. what the crap so it something out of the I'm freaking like, yeah, notebook I, I mean it was like it was like a movie <laughs> and so I'm, I, it was, I was so nervous like he's not seen me in a year and there oh, I, I am wet hair <clears throat> you know I mean like it was it was just it was crazy it was well, crazy you know that that's something that Mike talked about well you know in, in the episode we did with, with him where you know it kind of felt like y'all, y'all were still dating because y'all didn't really it get felt a like that the whole the time we were in Germany yeah. Because he was gone, like, basically five to six months out of the year that we were over there together. So, we were always, like, honeymooning, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, it was it uh-huh. was just crazy. And we didn't have kids. I mean, it was just me and him. And so, it was it was the best experience. Like, I, w- I wouldn't trade it for anything. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when we, yeah. were, when we were up against it and faced with a decision, do we throw in the towel or do we hang in there and dig deep? I mean, there was no other option for me. Yeah. Else could what we had together. <clears throat> wow. That's incredible. The way yeah. uh, everything yeah. kind of works itself out. Eh. No, absolutely. Over for, for, you, for you guys, I think uh, a little bit after this, you guys are headed back to the States. 
Mm-hmm. Like, didn't, yeah. didn't, did you did you sign that contract to stick around, or was that it? That was it, bro. Was it. Um, I had to do. I signed up for three years, and then of course you get the mass partnership. You got to go five months. Yeah, whenever you bring your wife over, bring your spouse mm-hmm. over, you have to uh, extend five months. So basically, three and a half years. Contract came up. Yeah, got out. I like I told y'all on that last one. Uh, you know, walking away from the gazebo after the uh, little ceremony that we had with the little beer signs, mm-hmm. and uh, Sergeant Baggett, you know, running me down and just saying, "Man, that's it." You know, but you know, you're you're so caught up at that young of an age and leaving that type of experience, you're just kind of like, you know, I'm just I'm just I'm ready to do something else. Da 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 da. Fast forward 20 years later, and you're like, dang, young, man. Mm-hmm. What an experience. Because here we are yeah. 20, you know, here we are this many years later and still able to talk about it. But not only still able to talk about it, but also to kind of reminisce to where the memories just start flooding your mind. And you start saying, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a part of something. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm a part of something that I'm never going to. It's the most special time of my life. Yeah, one hundred percent. Most special. I mean, I'm a mom of three, and and, and it, it's the most special time of my life. And I told him he said something about he wished we had looked at some of our old letters right before yeah, we started this. He cool. said it so we could be fresh on memories. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, I'm a dental hygienist, <laughs> so I talk all day long. That's what I do. <laughs> Mike says that he thinks that's I chose this position because I have a captive audience, and he might be true because I like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but um so i talk about it all the time my boss at, in corinth the dr mcqueen he says that he's heard my story so many times he could scream but i talk about many experiences all day long i talk about it all the time yeah. because it's just it's the it's just the most special thing in my life and i wouldn't trade it for anything <laughs> and i'm just i'm so thankful for wanna, it as I hard as say, it was i want to say um from from the bottom of my heart with the most sincerity um, and I and I say this with love. I hate y'all. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm gonna tell you As something, a... Johnson. We love you, and I'm gonna tell you what. You might be surprised here before too. Long, just we say... might just come visit Arkansas. You, you, know, now, you know, I don't know. Now, if y'all follow me on social wrong. media. I will. We are goers. We are goers yeah. Like, yeah. I... Hey, and I can promise which, you, Arkansas is not as far as New York City. Yeah. No, I was just. No, I was just gonna say. I don't. I don't mean the H. I don't mean the H word. I don't hate y'all. I'm just jealous as fuck. Uh, but I do. Uh, if y'all come to Arkansas, man, let me know. I'm in Northwest Arkansas. I live in Lincoln. Dude, the only reason um, we're going to come to Arkansas is because of you. And for sorry, real, well, I told Mike, I need I to, like, honestly. I said, Pla- I said yeah. we'll go. You know, I'll go. It I mean, will so happen. Give me 20 <clears throat> I'm gone. There you go. Well, I need, I need a little bit more time so I can tell my my job, but you know what I mean. But uh, I, no, hell no. You know what? You know what I would love to do. How far? Uh, you know, I mean, we need to plan this on the podcast. But like, how far are y'all from Nashville? Three hours. Yeah, we got oh, Nashville. Oh, two hours forty-five minutes. Yeah, I'm eight hours. Dude, I went yeah. to. We went to. I, he I went to school in Nashville. In Nashville, yeah. Belmont University. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm eight hours, but I fucking love Nashville, man. Nashville, Nashville school, man. Nashville. 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 Beautiful, uh, beautiful city. <laughs> four hour flight. I can yeah. live a four hour flight. Nashville. Yeah. We know Nashville. So uh, I'm I'm, I'm buying that ticket for no. I'm sound. saying right here now. <laughs> yeah, Tyree, if you buy you a damn ticket to Nashville, I'll drive my car over there or my Jeep. 
whatever, or I'll walk. I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> and y'all, y'all get there however y'all get there. And let's go to Nashville because I feel like, man, Tyree, you ever been to Nashville? Yes, I have. It's a beautiful. I love that fucking city, man. Nashville's great. Yeah, Nashville's great. We know yeah. Nashville. Yes. Um, yeah. But I was I was gonna say I kind of I kind of <laughs> want to hear. I know we talked about it with Mike, but I kind of want to hear. Um, uh, your take on your your guys's trip to to New York City? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's it's great, man. We you always hear how people talk about like Southern hospitality and how mm-hmm. people are so mm-hmm. nice. And I'm gonna tell you what, what I met some of the freaking nicest people like in New York City and Boston. I, I yeah zero percent chance these guys would ever get this podcast. But the two guys, like the man, hey now, the get, general give manager, us more than that. Jeez, uh, they might be Edison listening. Hotel, <laughs> the Edison Hotel, hotel in New York hotel City Edison. on Times Square. Times oh Square. my goodness, man! We're tagging it. I, I was standing there. I was tagging in it, man. They were I'm great. It was, like, they it, was would the, love it. it was the bellboy and the and the manager of the hotel. So Mike is going to get the car. Park because we're cheapskates, <clears> and we parked with like a mile away from the hotel because we get up there and they were like, it's $75 a night to park. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? We're on a budget Dang. here. This hey, hey, let, me, let me throw something in on that. He gave the the statement when I said that. I said, $75. Welcome to did. New York. Welcome to New York. I was like, hey, you wow. know what? I'll pay $75 for that right there. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so there so, it is. So we, we parked. So he went place it was like give it gave a discount if we said hotel edison it was like fifty dollars a night fifty something dollars a night. so we were like well we can walk for for 25 bucks i mean we can walk we're cheapskates <laughs> and so he parked the car like a mile hell so i'm standing down there and i'm like um i i, I mean i don't know what it is i mean i know what miss it is so i'm standing there with all my luggage i'm like how you doing? What's up? What's up? <laughs> so the guy's standing next to me. He looks at me and he's like, me crossways, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, how, how are you? And he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Mississippi. Where, where are you, you from? from? Yeah. And so, anyway, so me and him struck up this big conversation. This freaking nicest guy. Oh my goodness, he showed me pictures of his grandkids. Yep. I know all about his kids, his grandkids. He got two little grandbabies that are just precious. One of them looks like freaking Charlie Temple. Got these curly, curly hair. And so anyway, so you remember, him you remember, you remember his name? You remember his name? I do not remember his name. Yeah. I wish I did remember his name. I, so I, then the general manager of the hotel comes up and he's like, "Man, this girl's from Mississippi," and he's he he looks at me. What the hell? Stop it. And I said, what are you talking about? And he goes, he's like, he's what are you doing? Like Mike's digging in the cooler. Oh, I'm out. He's, yeah. like, he's like, what are you, he's like, what are you talking, he's like, what, you can't talk like that up here. He's like, it's our weakness. He was like, it's our weakness. Yeah. You can't talk like that yeah. up here. I was, like, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, like, we love it. So everybody, everybody was nice to y'all because here you are. Yeah. Fucking BFB Mississippi. from? Where are you from? Oh, I'm, I'm from Miss. I'm from Beaumont, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, so if I didn't Boston. know you all, I would have grabbed my my purse and scooted away from the crazy. So yeah, so crazy. Really West Coast, West Coast, Boston. completely different. We 
station and this guy like we walked in this place and evidently it was like that it was like a coffee shop in boston but it had like a gift shop and a coffee shop attached to it and the guy was like he was like he was cool i i I said i said i just want water he was like oh my god where are you from and i said (laughs) we're from mississippi and i said my husband's from alabama and he was like, you know, we all in town for baseball. I was like, no, we're football people. I was like, we we roll tide. And he, oh. so we anyway, we just got to start talking about like you know our Bama boys and stuff like that. He gets so tickled. He's like, you got to have a Boston cream pie. He's like, it's on me. Yeah. Boston cream Maybe. pie on me. And I was like, man, man, these people from the north are they're <laughs> freaking awesome. Oh, awesome. Crazy. Only because y'all from the Stone deep Vermont. south, man. We're in Stowe, Vermont. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're in Stowe, Vermont. And the Go owner to Stowe, Vermont, this, guys. Um, this Stowe, restaurant. Vermont. Oh, my gosh. It was, like a, it was like the number one place on Yelp. It was like a week. We always Google, like, the local places. I want a mom and pop restaurant mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. all cooks the, the business. Yep. Like, oh, that's yep. what I want. And yep. so this guy, he was, like, the owner of the, of the breakfast place. And so there and we ordered and he's like you gotta have such and such and so he brings us this extra plate of stuff he's like it's on me it's and so we end up he stands over there and talks to us forever and we tell him about the trip we're on we got 10 days and no itinerary we just got in the car and drove we got a tent and a blow-up mattress we we got literally we went we, we had two thousand dollars for 10 days we had two in an envelope <laughs> cash yeah and, Run out of time and, or money, we go home. We came home with nineteen dollars after ten days. So right. <laughs> so I got a question for you then. I got a question for you then. So I know you talked about uh, about five years ago or so. Y'all through 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 some more trials. Was yeah. was was planning stuff like this a part of the fix? Actually, this has kind of always been who I this am. But this goes yeah. back. This goes back all the way to Germany. Um, mm. We went when we couldn't afford it. We went. We slept in our car, and we went. I, I've just always been a goer. I, I, yeah. I'm not a real material, and so I want the experience. I, I'd rather have the experience than the stuff, and yeah. so that's just always kind of been who I am. And this has been so. Mike and I, eleven years ago, we had, we went through a really, really hard time, and we, it, like I said, we were up against the decision. It was either you dig deep or you call it quits. And yeah. so we chose to dig deep, and I'm so thankful. I'm so so thankful. But um, um, we about let's say about five or six years ago, we started this tradition that in the fall we had a just us trip. Cause we have three kids. We have a 15 yeah. year old, 11 year old, and eight year old. And I mean, we have, we have amazing kids. Anybody that, anybody that has ever been around them for 30 minutes can tell you they, they are incredible kids. They're very well behaved, very respectful. They're, they're incredible kids. I mean, they're kids. Mm-hmm. They demand a lot. They take a yeah, lot they're annoying. from the relationship. I mean, they're that's just, they're potatoes. kids. They're yeah, annoying. They're kids. And they, I mean, they just get away from me. The life. Yeah. I mean, they, they do. And Parasites. so, I, and uh, so we like decided about five or six <laughs> years ago that <laughs> we awesome. were going to do this thing that we were going to do this thing that we were going to do uh, a you and I trip. We go on a seven to ten day trip and I think it's getting longer every year, but mm-hmm. we do things that are off the grid and that are very cheap, very economical. And we, um, if we you, just go just man him. Highly if recommended. you, 
if you guys, I swear to God, if you guys don't start your own uh, blog or video, uh, <laughs> like a vlog or your own podcast, because oh man, I, mean, I listen. Yeah, wish, hell yeah, I would too. I wish because we, listen, wish we no, felt as interesting as, as y'all do. Because no, 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 it is. Know. It's a thing, man. It's it, especially with like, I'm, I'm and and I hate to like play on this because um you know it, it is what it is, but like the way the way y'all talk, right? The fact that you are southern is all hell. Um, and the fact that you guys have gone through it, like your guys' fucking story is legit, man. Like it's a story that I think not just uh, military, uh, not just not just couples in the military could learn from, just fucking couples in general could learn from. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, like the, the, the how y'all are traveling, balling on a budget, going here and going there, and how how and in your interactions when you go to these places, because you go to these places, you hear these stories about the Big Apple and about how like New York City is this or that, or Boston is this and that, but you go there with none of that in mind, and you're just you. Yeah, I mean, people would love <laughs> to hear that shit, man. I swear, I swear, y'all ought to, y'all ought to do that. I have to try. Yeah, Never know. you guys should. And uh, on that note. I'm gonna shut this thing down because I feel like we could keep going for a few oh, more hours. But you know, <laughs> we, we gotta keep save, going. We, we gotta save keep some going of those one stories. Day. Yeah, we gotta you. save some of those stories for the future. But Sabrina and Mike, thank you guys for coming on. Hell yeah, man! It is oh, awesome to hear y'all. you two uh, together. So much fun. Yeah, I, we did too. Believe us. Believe yeah. me, anyway. Yeah, no, uh, me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> him as well. He, he he speaks for both of us. Yes, I do. <laughs> and. Uh, so like, listen, share. Um, I'm going to hit you guys up and ask you a question about what you think the name of this episode should be and who you would like to hear on our next show. But anyway, okay. uh, thank you for listening. To, um, before I forget, hang on. Before, before we go, uh, Sabrina, since this is your episode, um, <laughs> do, you have, do you have anything that you want to say? Any closing remarks? You got eight seconds. Oh, my God. I'm so thankful for the military and for the experience and for all you guys. Like, man, I love y'all. I feel like y'all are just as much my family as Mike my does. Girl. I mean, truly. I, I, <laughs> Absolutely. I really well put, do. All right. y'all guys. I love y'all. Absolutely. Right. Well put. Love y'all, brothers. Love, love you guys. You, man. And on that note, once again, thank you for listening to Before I Forget. <laughs>